A man become preeminent, he is expected to have enthusiasms. 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 What am I? What draws my admiration? What is that which gives me joy? Baseball. Folks, welcome back to another episode of the Pro Hitter Podcast. This is Bob DiPietro, the Dead Pro Hitter. Today I'm just going to be going through your weekly Friday through Sunday lineup tips. Uh, we have one game at 2.30 um, that you'll have to get your lineups in for, but the rest of them come in at 7 o'clock. Um, so, as usual, just you know, make sure you're minding the news, keeping your refresh button on either Rotowire or NBC Sports Edge for uh, latest player news and lineup news. Um, obviously, one sit on a Friday can determine when you're going to play a guy for the rest of the weekend. So, um, as usual with these guys, especially with um, players who might be injured, um, you know, just uh, keep your keep your finger on the pulse with. Um, with the news to make sure you're maximizing your lineups to the maximum. So we're going to get right into it. we got a couple of DH situations to watch out for. The Cincinnati Reds will be traveling to the Cleveland Indians. And they will be facing two right-handed pitchers. Um, so for the Reds, we might see um, Barnhart maybe get an opportunity to DH. Um, being he's the lefty versus the two righties, he's hitting pretty well and gives it an, a chance to get um, Stevenson into the lineup as well um, because of the Votto injury. We kind of don't know who's going to take over first base, um, but we might see Blandino and Kyle Farmer getting some more opportunity this weekend. Um, so we yet to know how that shakes out, but Jonathan India could probably be safe playing all three games, and uh, Tyler Naquin and Jesse Winker are... Uh, Pretty good start this weekend. So let's move it over to the Dodgers, who will be visiting the Los Angeles Angels, and they will be gaining a DH as well. They'll be facing two left-handed pitchers. Um, so uh, some injury news. Edwin Rios is on the IL as well. Zach McKintree is still there. So there's a good opportunity probably to get Will Smith some DH looks. So um, maybe he can play all three games this weekend. Want a catcher, maybe two at DH. Um, or if they want to get some other guys rest there. But... Uh, Austin Barnes, in that case, might also be um, a situation where in a two-catcher league, probably get him into the lineup, even though he's not hitting that great, um, and probably get an opportunity to get Matt Beatty um, since he's a lefty. So it's a good opportunity for him to get uh, to stay in the lineup and to keep producing. Let's move over to Washington Nationals. Uh, they will be visiting New York Yankees and will be facing three right-handed pitchers plus matchups for Josh Bell, Kyle Schwarber. This is good for him too. He stays in the lineup, probably maybe get a, a game at the H, but not sitting at all. Um, you would expect to versus the three righties. Um, we're going to keep our eye out for Juan Soto. Um, he's been activated. He hasn't played. Um, so if that keeps going, we've got to get Yadiel Hernandez possibly in the lineup. He's been playing well and playing often with Soto out. 
Um, it's good. It would have been a good opportunity traveling to DH to get Zimmerman in the in the lineup. He's been hitting the ball really well this year, but facing three righties, we don't know what he'll be able to face. So that'll get rid of the DH situations. Uh, I'm going to blast through teams playing three right-handed pitchers real quick is the Mets. So um, Nimmo's on the IL. Um, as well as J.D. and Guillaume, so uh, good matchup for Dom Smith, and VR and PR are going to be in the lineup every day because they are needed. Um, the Phillies are facing three right-handed pitchers, so this might be a plus opportunity for Brad Miller. Gene Hagora should be coming off the IL today, so keep your eye on that and keep your eye on for the lineup posted for tonight. See, Brad Miller is in there. For the Atlanta Braves, they are facing three right-handed pitchers, but they don't really have any heavy platoons as of now. Um, the San Diego Padres are facing three righties. M might be opportunity f for Caratini to get two starts um, over Nola. Um, the Colorado Rockies are facing three right-handed pitchers. It's plus for Tapia and Nunez, but not good news for Jonathan Daza. The Mariners are facing three righties, so this will help Taylor Trammell and Marmalejos get into the lineup. And uh, Toronto Blue Jays, it's good for Cavian Kavan Biggio to... Uh, Get some plus matchups versus three right-handed pitchers this weekend. So now let's go through some teams who are facing two left-handed pitchers. Um, so we have Detroit Tigers facing the Minnesota Twins at home. Um, so there were three throw-in, Tariq Skubal and Matt Boyd versus the Twins. Um, so in Detroit, there's a slight Slight advantage for right-handed power. So Minnesota have some news. Luis Arias is on the IL with a concussion. Karolov moves to the IL with a sore wrist. So Jake Cave, um, who's been getting opportunities, he normally sits first left-handed pitching. Should be a plus opportunity for Kyle Garlic, Williams after Dio, and um, Mitch Garver, who's normally um, the regular catcher. He should just have a prime matchup this weekend versus some lefties. Um... And if you have some other options to move off of Max Kepler, it might be a good idea to do that this weekend for some team context. Minnesota versus left-handed pitchers and on the road. Um, they are 6th worst in the league at 28% K rate and 8th worst with 6% walk rate. Um, middle of the pack in WRC plus Woba and ISO. In the last 10 days though, they have been significantly better in um, all categories versus lefties. So keep that in mind. Next, let's move over to Kansas City Royals versus the Chicago White Sox. The Royals rolling out Daniel Lynch and Mike Minor versus the White Sox. Um, KC had a, pretty much a negative um, rating for right-handed power hitters. Let's go with the White Sox. We know Roberts on the IL with the hip injury. Eaton is nursing about 17 injuries, so um, they need him in the lineup, uh, and this would be his chance to stay in the lineup even versus lefties. Um, he had to really has much pronounced splits versus lefties in his career until um, last year, until this year, so keep that in mind. Um, this should be a Plus weekend for Mercedes, Vaughn, and Lori Garcia. And maybe we get some more opportunity for Danny Mendick with the with the injuries. And um, get an opportunity to face some lefties. Um, so if then King, there's some team context for the White Sox on the road. Versus left-handed pitchers that have a solid 25 to 8K K to BB percentage. They're in first in the league 
in WRC Plus and Wolber versus Lefties on the road and fourth in ISO. In the last 10 days, uh, we got a slight uptick in walk percentage, uh, but still very healthy in WRC Plus and Wolber. Let's move over to the LA Dodgers versus the Los Angeles Angels. Um, we don't know for sure who will be taking the second start for Los Angeles, but it's Urias to start the series and Kershaw on Sunday. Right now, they're slated possibly for an opening opener, maybe with Vasia. Um, so if that's the case, the Angels might be facing three lefties, um, at least to start. Um, obviously, with one possible bullpen game. There's no real big stadium notes here at the Angels for right-handed batters. Um, Got to keep an eye on Justin Upton. He's banged up a little bit, so monitor his status. Um, he was announced able to pinch hit yesterday, so hopefully he gets back into the lineup. Um, this weekend, um, obviously, the news that Abel Pujols got DFA'd. Um, Max Stassi is hurt with a concussion, so for Suzuki, it's a good opportunity to get him in the lineup if you have him in a draft champions or several draft and holds or any league with two catchers. Um, obviously, we, you know, we're going to probably see a slight uptick in playing time for Taylor Ward and Phil Gosselin and Juan Lagares this weekend. Um, Jose Iglesias is also a good start. For the weekend, for some Los Angeles Angels team contact at home versus left-handed pitchers, they are second best in the league in WRC Plus at 145 and second best rover at 371 and an excellent 21 to 10 K to BB percentage. Let's move over to the Milwaukee Brewers traveling to the Miami Marlins facing two lefties. The Marlins are in the opener in Brent Suda Friday and Eric Lauer on Sunday. Matt Marlins parked the right-handed bats face a little bit of a disadvantage for an average in power. So for the Miami Marlins, got Corey Dickerson who usually sits first left-handed pitching. Probably not a good weekend to get him in. Brian Anderson back and is playing plus matchups for Aguilar, Rojas, and Duvall. Um, Isan Diaz lo looks like he's going to lose some playing time right now to John Birdie, who's going to probably play second base as much as he can. You'll probably get Garrett Cooper in your lineup as well. And in a deep league, um, if you really need some outfield help, Lewis Brinson is probably a good shot in the dark. I mean, his only homer has come versus a lefty. So um, take that for what it's worth. And the Marlins for... Um, left-handed pitching at versus left-handed pitcher at home. They're a middle-of-the-pack team in WRC Plus in Wolburn King percentage, and they're not very patient at the plate. Fifth lowest walk percentage at home versus lefties. So let's move on to the New York Mets versus the Arizona Diamondback. The Arizona Diamondback facing David Peterson Friday and the Lucchese on Saturday, um, and also possibly Jacob DeGrom on Sunday if that lines up. Not very good matchup for the Diamondbacks there, but um, it's not going to be a good week for Dalton Varsho. Um, Paven Smith still like playing every day, even with Christian Walker coming back. Um, Josh Rojas, he might sit a game considering he's a lefty. Um, I would consider Tim Castro plus start and probably going to get into the lineup for most of the weekend, I would assume. Um, and it's Jubal Cabrera, he's just been really bad versus right-handed pitching. Um, so be mindful of that if you have him on your team and you got to, obviously, he's a multi-eligibility guy who, you know, you can squeeze into your lineup. Um, but be mindful of that. And Arizona on the road versus left-handed pitching is actually doing very well. Second best in the league in WRC Plus in Wolber. Middle of the pack in K percentage and the sixth highest walk percentage. So it just shows their versatility even through their injuries that um, they got a solid hitting team, Arizona. I think they've been sneaking in on everybody this year. So let's move over to Oakland. 
playing Tampa Bay at home. Um, Oakland Coliseum's the sap the right-handed power a little bit, but we have Oakland throwing Sean Manea Friday, Cole Irvin on Sunday, and we have um, Tampa Bay throwing Rich Hill Friday and Shane McClanahan Sunday. So both of these teams are facing two lefties. This is good for Mike Brasseau. Um, Brandon Lowe sat Thursday versus the left-handed pitcher, so... Um, Hopefully he be um, available to play the whole weekend, um, minus the uh, left-handed matchup. It obviously still uh, has his flaws versus lefties, but um, probably going to be tough to sit him if, especially if you're playing in an outfield and you need that outfield depth. Um, it's good, good weekend for Rosarena, Margot, and Yandy Diaz. Um, Joey Wendell might be a little bit of a risky play this weekend. Um, just be mindful of that. Uh, Tampa Bay versus left-handed pitchers on the road, 20th and Woba and WRC Plus. Um, second highest in K percentage with 32.6. 12th in walk percentage at 8.8. In the last um, 100 plate appearances versus left-handed pitchers, they have a K percentage of 40%. So at the team versus lefties, just striking out a ton. Now, Go to the Oakland side. They have faced seven left-handed pitchers of their last eight games. 27 to 8K to BB, um, which is pretty solid. Um, 134 WRC plus and a 350 Woba. Um, at home versus left-handed pitching, they are above average in most categories. So we might see um, Sean Murphy DH a game here um, to get his bat in versus left-handed pitcher. He has DH'd... Uh, recently and he's moved up in the lineup so um he's, i think he's going forward he's going to be one of the better catchers in the game um but they pretty much play all the regular guys on a consistent basis this is uh not a good opportunity for mitch moreland who normally sits uh, as much as he can versus lefties and um bodes well for stephen Piscotti playing over seth brown in the outfield um so at the notes for the Oakland versus Tampa Bay game. Now let's move over to Toronto visiting the Houston Astros. Toronto throwing Stephen Matt and Anthony Kay Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Minute Main is plus power, plus for right-handed powers. Um, you know, you don't get Alvarez and Michael Brantley sitting versus left-handed pitching. Kyle Tucker has sat twice in his last six games versus left-handed pitching. Um, and they might try to get Aledmus Diaz into the, into the game, into the into at least one game this weekend, I would assume. Um, you got to try to find a way to get his bat in there more. He's very solid hitter and very versatile. Um, versus left-handed pitching at home, they don't strike out much at all. They're in the lower half in the league in WOBA and WRC+, but um, they have one of the most um, largest sample size of plate appearances versus left-handed pitching already. And that'll pretty much do it for the heavy lineup analysis. Um, obviously, there's a ton more to do and a ton more that you have to put into your lineup analysis for the weekend and your and your inputs. But um, again, this is just usually a quick blast of information that is just centered upon DH situations and um, matchups versus handedness, uh, specifically lefties. So, um, yep. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, make sure you just keep your pulse on the news and um, constantly uh, looking and refreshing for the information for the lineups. Um, if you guys need some good lineup pages, I'm sure you guys have plenty of places to go. Baseballpress.com is a good site to use that shows lineups as soon as they're announced, um, as well as several other sites that, that show um, the lineups. Roto-Wire, Baseball HQ, um, 
MLB.com, wherever you choose to get your lineup information. Uh, just make sure you, you maybe even set an alert on your phone um, for the Rotowire lineup app. Uh, just help you to stay on top of it. You don't have to do your mass lineup changes all at once. You can just do it incrementally as it comes out if you're able to. Obviously, you know, some people are not able to just, you know, stop what they're doing to make that lineup change. But sometimes it, it helps to, if you could sneak it in, you know, do a little bit of a time um, instead of all at once. It helps as much as you can to get your maximum lineup in for the weekend. Obviously, this is good for anyone, you know, um, playing Friday to Sunday lineup sets, but as well as daily too. So, um, okay, it could help you with your weekend matchups and maybe making a pickup for Friday. That's not only just for today, but for Saturday and Sunday as well. So, all right, folks, thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Thanks for all the love. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. Um, so much and once again you know smarten up and don't be a bag of shit